While we work at Microsoft, this podcast is independent of Microsoft and implies no warranty or guarantee of the products or services. We will not be sharing anything confidential, and we do not represent the opinion of Microsoft in any way. We are just two passionate guys that love what we do implementing Microsoft devices and services. Five, four, three, two, one, go! Welcome to the Device Pros Podcast. I'm Frank Pinto, and my co-host is Alfred Ojuku. This show is all about our experience as consultants implementing Microsoft solutions around the world. If you're already an IT pro or you're trying to get started, you've come to the right place. We will discuss tech success and failure in the show, resources, tips, tricks, and everything in between. You can find us at www.thedevicepros.com, on Twitter and Facebook as The Device Pros. Hold on to your surfaces. The episode is about to begin. Welcome back to another amazing episode of The Device Pros. My name is Frank Pinto, and I'm joined by my co-host, Alfred Ochuku. What's up, Alfred? How you doing, man? Doing, doing good. Just enjoying the rainy weather of, you know, late fall. Exciting, exciting times. Nice, nice. I understand you're calling from New York City. New York City, in the heart of it. Manhattan. That's where I'm at. Having nice. a good time. Nice. I'm jealous. New York City in the fall is, is awesome. I love that area. It's beautiful. Um, you know, you're, are you near Rockefeller at all? No, I'm uh, probably about 20 blocks away, but, um, you know, it all, in New York is, you know, the concrete jungle. You just kind of enjoy it wherever you're at. You yeah. Know? Yeah. People everywhere. Cool, man. Speaking of New York City, I mean, it kind of ties into kind of our, um, you know, our conversation today. I mean, one of the things that I was concerned about, or at least think about when I'm in New York City is, you know, you, you kind of have to watch your bags and your, your wallet. Not so much as it was in the 80s, but even more so now. Just because there's so many people and you don't know who's who and, you know, what's going to happen if they bump into you. You know, outside of that, it's a great place to be. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is it, it ties into our conversation today around information protection, right? Yeah, so this is going to be part two of a three-part series covering... Enterprise Mobility Suite. Ah, Enterprise Mobility Suite, or EMS for short. All right, so we know there's three components for Enterprise Mobility Suite, and last podcast we left people hanging uh, to let them know what, or we didn't let them know what uh, we were going to cover as part two. And so we've decided to cover Azure RMS in part mm-hmm. number two, and so that means yep. part number Azure three, rights. rights management, yeah. And so part number three we're going to cover Intune. Before we jump into this, I, um, I, I just wanted to geek out for a minute, so... Uh, I am actually starting a road trip to China and Japan and Korea and Australia uh, in the next few weeks and Singapore as well. And so I can't wait. I've got two Nokia devices I'm taking with me. I've got my Nokia 1520. I bought the RM938, the unlocked one. So um, I'm dying to see how that does overseas. And then I also grabbed that new Nokia, well, I guess it's not new anymore, but the 630, the dual SIM model. Um, it's funny, I went into uh, looking for a SIM tray. Have you used any of those? No, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, so, you know, different phones have different size SIM cards. So the 1520 uses a nano SIM, and the 630 uses a micro SIM. 
So they have these little trays and I'm able to drop my nano sim inside of the micro sim tray and it fits into my 630. Nice. So I, yeah, I went into the store and, and asked the guy about it and he's like, yeah, they don't make uh, they don't make those things. I, I don't know, man, you're out of luck and your sim card's locked to your phone and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but actually he was wrong. I popped in my nano sim and I'm up and running. So I'm dying to um, one of the podcasts when I get back, we'll have to talk about how, you know, what my experience was. Yep. No, it sounds really good. And, and I, I think uh, people would be willing to hear that. And that's really good information to know. Yeah. All right. Um, so enough of the side note. Uh, well, okay. We can't, we can't start this podcast without talking about it, at least for just a couple minutes. I know you're dying to get into RMS, but we had a major announcement here at Microsoft. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. it it's, uh, you know, for, for those of you that are running Windows 8, uh, it's probably a big surprise because the question is, you know, where do you go next? Um, and we are going to not Windows 9, but what, Frank? Windows 10, or if you're listening from Mexico or Spain, Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the rumor has it that, you know, Windows 9 was so good that we decided to skip the version and just move over to Windows 10 and keep moving forward. So, you know, what's funny, man, there's been blog posts and all kinds of stuff before, before the announcement was made, people were doing all kinds of, uh, guesses and all kinds of things, you know, as to what the new windows is going to be called. And it was pretty cool. Um, you know, checking it out and I had my own, uh, you know, I had my own thought process. I was thinking it was going to be windows one, like Xbox one and you know, all the, all the ones that we're using these days. So I thought, okay, maybe it'll be windows one, but I like windows 10. I saw a blog article this morning and somebody was suggesting, do you think they went with Windows 10 because of, you know, like programmers, uh, if they wrote their program to say, if you, if you are Windows 9, like 95 or 98, you know, like they didn't actually program, uh, in an actual version checking, they just <laughs> went the lazy way. Uh, then it could cause some issues. So maybe Microsoft decided, oh, let's start with, you know, Windows 10 because you know, obviously, whatever whatever's on Windows One doesn't exist anymore. So, <laughs> well, if it does, it's in in Bill's head right now. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll probably have some really good content on Windows Ten in a few weeks. So yeah, you know, stay tuned, stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, Windows Ten. So I think we should do that after the um, after the EMS Suite series. We'll see. We'll we'll let we'll let the reader, the blog the uh, bloggers and the, and the readers decide that. All right. All right. All right, enough of this. I know everybody's dying to find out about RMS, the rights, ma rights management system. So let's jump in. First off, what the heck is it? Right. So for those of you guys that aren't familiar with RMS, well, you might be familiar with, you know, um, ADRMS, which is Active Directory Rights Management Server, which lives on-prem where you don't have servers in the cloud. And it's basically used to protect information that is it's being sent from user to user or from you know files in the system or from an email system. ADRMS is sort of the pre predecessor. It's been around since what? Um two thousand five or so or, or before. Yeah, it's and, been around for a while. Yeah, but I think two thousand three. And each each year, each couple of years it's updated. And at one point they realized that, you know, it ha the engine has to be updated so that it actually can do a lot of more a lot more work than it needs to, to be that, that it needs to do now. And so Azure RMS kind of shows up and it becomes it's it's now it can help you protect your company sensitive information in all all of the different scenarios. It's basically available for 
Office 365 and and uh, you know providing easy you know configuration enforcement of uh, you know information protection policies itself. So what I like about Azure RMS is that it can protect not only on-prem stuff, but it can also protect cloud stuff. So if you have AD RMS, you're only able to protect what's inside your network. But if you have Azure RMS, you, you have both, in and out, cloud in and not. Well, and even more so, it's, it, it's irreverent to the devices that you're on. So in other words, um, if you're sending a, 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 a Word document from someone that's running a Windows device to someone running an Android an iOS device, it still has the ability to protect that file or data that you're sending to that person, uh, you know, just Ho- through Azure crap, RMS. Man. Hold on a second. Are you telling me that not only does Azure RMS uh, protect files that are um, viewed on, uh, protect the files and allows a user to use files on Windows 7, Windows 8, Windows 8.1, but it also works on iOS devices? It doesn't care about it. It, it, it cares about the information you're sending. That's the important piece to remember. All right. So then I guess it's a good thing to list. I mean, I'm looking at the um, supported device types and OS types. I see Windows 7, x86, x64. Same thing for Windows 8, Windows 8.1. Looks like Mac OS X uh, from Lion on Windows Phone, Android Phone and Tablet, iPhone and iPad, as long as you're on iOS 6.0 or above. And Windows RT tablets. Dang, man, that's a long list. Yeah, I mean that's that's the beauty of it. It's the idea that you know we we are really thinking about it from a device agnostic standpoint. It's the information that matters. Your information, your company information that we want to protect. We look at the industry today and we see all these breaches of data and breaches of you know information accessing you know different cloud sources. We're trying to make sure that becomes a, a non-issue for our users. All right. So when we say protect, does it mean that the files are encrypted? I don't know, Frank. What does it mean? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> so it does mean that the file individually is encrypted. So, I, I mean, well, first of all, I guess I'm really excited that are doing things that's not just Microsoft-focused, right? We didn't just say, hey, this is just for Microsoft stuff. You know, you can actually use this on all kinds of devices. So that's really, I mean, that's really awesome. And I would say against the grain from traditional Microsoft of 10 years ago, you know, that's pretty awesome. Yep, no, I think so too. But even to add to that, it it actually protects all file types. So like in, in previous, before when you used to configure RMS, um, only Office files can be protected. You yeah, know, older using, versions. Yep, using the native protection. But now, you know, with what they call the generic protection, it means that any file type can be protected. And, you know, it gives it a different name. For example, if you have a PDF file that you want to have protected and sent to someone else, you can use the, you know, what we call the Azure, uh, remote sharing app and protect that file and it will be re, recompiled and saved as a P PDF a protected PDF, and you can send that to your users who can then open it uh, and, you, and, and view it just based on the policies that you set on that, app, on that uh, file. Wow, man, that is awesome. All right, so, you know, this comes into that. My, I think I talked about it on the last podcast. I have this um, sort of visual discussion about the way I try to, when I'm talking to customers and, and the way I try to convey how this works. I use this treasure yep. chest example. And so let so let's take that for a minute, right? Typically, if we look at a treasure chest, the treasure chest itself is locked. 
and typically that treasure chest is hidden somewhere maybe it's you know locked away in a in a cavern or locked away in a safe right so that's our perimeter security the thing that protects the chest itself and then you probably have that chest itself that's locked so that would be maybe further locking inside of your your network like maybe ntfs permissions or things but the problem is if somebody breaks through the perimeter or goes around it, let's say an employee internally, um, you know, takes that file, puts on a USB key and goes outside. Now you're outside of the vault and you're outside of the treasure chest. It's, you know, it's completely unlocked because that user's got permission. So what do you do? You have to actually protect the gold inside the treasure chest. And that's what RMS gives us the ability to do so that even if that file made it outside, if you don't have the rights to unencrypt that file and view it, you can't see it. It's, you know, just that simple. No, that, that's a very good point to make. I mean, even more so, uh, you know, the, the way I've always looked at our you know, information protection when it comes to, you know, making sure um, data is protected is, you know, the cost of not having that data sent could be millions and millions of dollars for your company or even, you know, you know loss of personal information for you, you know, thousands of dollars within your own account. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep, good point. So some of the some of the reasons why RMS is such a big part of this is I'll just just name a couple real yeah. real quick. Some of the drivers is really uh, to protect all file types. You know, you can share documents with anyone that you care about based on who needs access to the document. You can share documents on any devices. Those are things we just talked about, and it needs to work with any or all infrastructure. So whether you're on prem or in the cloud or in a hybrid scenario that information must be protected, right? So those are, those are some of the reasons why Azure RMS became important. Uh, and then same scenarios have to be true for your partners, the, the folks on the receiving end. We want to make sure that when they receive your information, that they can also, uh, you know, protect their data and view your data in a protected way the same way you viewed it. Okay. So I, I wanted to also touch on the, you know, we talked about encryption, right? And Azure Rights Management, by the way, uh, the default is RSA 2048, and the uh, public key cryptography is SHA 256. Now, it it supports RSA 1024, uh, SHA 1, and SHA 256. Mm -hmm. Both of the, uh, whether you're internal or on Azure, Azure, <laughs> it's my UK stuff. Still kicking in. <laughs> we know what you meant. <laughs> it uses AES-128 for um, symmetric encryption. Now, one thing that our government customers and our financial uh, customers are really going to be interested in is that it is uh, FIPS-140-2 compliant. So I know a lot of our um, government customers are regulated with this uh, FIPS-140-2, and a lot of financial agencies are. So that's an important thing to understand. The file itself is now FIPS-140-2 compliant when you utilize um, Azure RMS. Very nice. Yeah, Very I nice. think that's cool stuff. Yep. Uh, one other thing I do want to add is if you are a, an existing Office 365 user, you can take advantage of um, Azure RMS um, because it also has information protection built into it. So whether you're using Exchange Online, you can have RMS, you know, for you know that which basically is enabled on iPads and iPhone. SharePoint Online, basically same thing, where you can protect your documents, your applications, even when you're migrating to it. You you have you have the ability to enable um, Azure RMS 
And, and basically you would go into your portal on the Microsoft online and in your service settings, you can then configure it to enable rights management just by one button. You click it and it's enabled. Dude, that's, that's really, uh, I love this thing. I mean, it really, I think this is the future of, of IT security, right? It's protecting the gold in my treasure chest example. And this makes it really easy. In fact, when you do this, there's a there's a ton of features, but one of the ones I really like is the auditing and monitoring features. You can monitor um, the use of your protected files, and that's when they leave your organization, even then. Absolutely. Yeah, so Absolutely. you can see if the people you specified open the document, when they open the document. You can see if somebody who didn't have access or they tried to access the document and weren't able to. Um, you know, we're really empowering security departments to have much more control. When you do have just a document, it goes out via email, it's gone. You have no no idea what's going on with that document. So let's see, what, yep, what other cool things I think it's a great about? solution. Um, oh, yeah. So you can, actually, um, you can actually trust implicitly certain domains. So let's say that you have... Um, you know, let's say that you have a company umbrella, right? You have two different organizations. They have two different domains or two different, um, you know, Frank at Microsoft.com and Alfred at uh, Bing.com or whatever. So you can implicitly trust that domain from domain to domain. Um, I think that's really good, too, because it makes it really easy without having to configure, you know, like the, the old style of the internal trust setup. Um, when you go through the um, RMS in the cloud, it's it's very easy to do that. Yep. No, I think it's great. And even if you were a standalone individual who wanted to protect your information, we've built that in too, right? I know many of you may have not may not have heard of this, but it's the RMS sharing app, or you know, basically a standalone version to be able to protect your data, right? And you can find it if you if you're on your computer now, you can go to a secure site and go to portal dot aadrm.com and basically enter a a email address or of a within the organization not in the hotmail not one of those external externally available addresses but something that is an org that we may know about mm -hmm. and basically you are able to take advantage of using the RMS sharing app to deliver you know protected documents to your end so endpoints that's really great. It also has RMS connectors. So not only, um, you know, can you protect documents, but you can um, connect. So if you have on-prem exchange SharePoint or using the uh, file classification infrastructure, which we've talked about before on Windows Server, yep. um, you have connectors. If you're doing on-cloud, it connects with the premise on-prem stuff too. Um, and connects those things explicitly so emails can be protected and files that are on SharePoint. So famously, that might have been really helpful if we're dealing with a situation um, like some person who mined a bunch of government data from a SharePoint server and then uh, released it to you know the general yeah, public. Exactly. So uh, one more piece about the sharing app. So basically, uh, there is a, about a couple days ago that was announced that you now can have the RMS sharing app for Mac users. So if you're a Mac user, you get to take advantage of protecting your data too. Come we care on. about your data. Come <laughs> on, you kidding yeah. me, man? What what is going on here? I don't know. Microsoft's showing showing the love, showing, showing the, love. the love for Apple. <laughs> wow, wow, man. Uh, if you guys are familiar with the Azure Active Directory Sync, it also has support 
for Azure RMS, or at least it's in beta, and it's, it should be coming through too. Um, you'll be able to use that to um, synchronize and also protect your data regardless of where the data lives. Also, policies are managed through customized templates. It's really easy to put together you know, a quick template. It's flexible. So you can templatize certain types of data or email or um, you know, apply policies by user and put certain protection levels. So you know, maybe I say that anyone in finance has you know, everything they do is encrypted or whatever. Yeah, and Super I forgot easy. to mention that. So that's also so if you were in if you had a cloud Azure subscription or trial subscription, you have the ability to go in there and enable enable Azure RMS as a, a feature that you would take advantage of, and then create templates around it um, that you can actually use to protect to determine who has rights to send what. Another thing that's really cool uh, that Microsoft has enabled is that there's a rights management SDK. So you can have developers and software vendors um, with API using APIs, and they can write custom applications that support Azure RMS natively. Yep. yep. So I mean, this thing is so flexible, so awesome. I'm I'm really excited. Yeah, I, I think that was the goal. It was to to make sure that we put information protection at the top of the list. I mean, as a matter of fact, you know. We, you know, we, we will be probably talking more about managing mobile devices, but as a prerequisite, you know, if you're working with customers, if you are uh, someone that's looking to take advantage of enterprise mobility, you probably should spend some time thinking about what it means to manage devices from a holistic perspective, because there's an aspect of it that really is focused on the security of the information as it's being sent to these, uh, you know, disparate devices as well as how you authenticate against these devices, protecting who you are and knowing that it's who, who you are, who you are when you're accessing these devices. All right, so we have, we have some companies that we work with that are concerned about where their keys are stored because of uh, particular government regula- regulations. For example, you can, um, Microsoft has data centers in North America, EMEA, and Asia. And you can store your tenant key in those individual data centers uh, so your key can be used in region only, which I think is important. And then it's also certified. I mentioned that we are certified for um, FIPS 140-2, standard cryptography, right? But then it's Mm -hmm. also certified for ISO, IEC 2007-1, SOC 2, SSAE. It's uh, HIPAA compliant and certified, and it's also certified with the EU model clause. So you know what? I, I don't see, you know, typically when we sit down with security, these are questions they're going to ask, you know, like, hey, I, I don't know this product. I've never heard of it. We use, you know, XYZ company. Um, is this thing certified? It's in the cloud. Can, is it really trustworthy? Microsoft has spent a lot of time to make sure, you know, that these products are certified by regulating um, boards and they meet the regulations, not just in America, but, you know, multiple countries across the globe. Agreed. I mean, there's a lot of benefits to using Azure RMS and I mean again just the ability for it to kind of traverse the cloud is is probably what I'm most excited about. I don't have to manage it outside of using a specific app. I don't have to set up and install anything. I just need to subscribe and then I have access to protect my data. Um, I'm really geeking out. I'm really surprised that you know some of these things I really I honestly didn't know about some of the things you're bringing up and I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped. I mean I can't I can't believe that you know we're we're enabling iOS devices. I can't believe we're enabling Android devices. I mean, it's <laughs> this is killer. Yeah, no, I, I think that's the key is to make sure 
I mean, w that's what we do, right? We, we're basically giving, uh, you know, services so that we can help you, you know, manage, let you do what you're supposed to do with your companies, with, you know, in your daily life, make it easy for you so that you don't have to worry about losing information. You don't have to worry about sending information to a device and, you know, uh, having to worry about the co that compromisation, uh, uh, the, someone comprise, what is the word I'm looking for, Frank? Um, I don't to know. Be, to be taken advantage of, yeah, compromised. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's, it, okay, so let me ask you this. All of these amazing features, all, all the things that we've talked about up till now, there must be, you know, with the Enterprise Mobility Suite, this is this comes with the enterprise mobility suite. It must just be a subset of these features in this suite. Uh, no, actually, no. I mean, it's not a subset. It's the that's the whole point. You We're get the giving whole boat? it to you. Kit yes. and caboodle. The whole Kit thing. Kit and caboodle. Yes. Wow. Yes. Man. Absolutely. Right. I mean, you know, what? I don't know if there's any reason we would we wouldn't do that as part of a package deal. That's what you get. Awesome stuff, man. Well, I really hope our excited. listeners are, are getting some value out of this. Um, you know, I think, I know I'm really hyped about it. I know a lot of our services guys, our, our senior consultants, our architects are really hyped about it. When I sit down and I have this discussion with security departments uh, at our customers, they, you know, they really want to see this thing in play. And I think it's awesome that you can go get a free trial and test it out you know, live, you, you can get out there and just test it out at no charge and see how this thing works. Well, even more so, if, if you already have a subscription with EMS and you're only using it for identity or, or ADFS or any of those solutions, uh, AAD sync, or if you're only using it to manage mobile devices and Intune, you definitely, definitely need to think about protecting your data and how RMS, taking advantage of RMS, can do that. Yeah, it's like it's like you know you're you're rolling around in a, a big beautiful uh, Corvette and you've got a nice big V8 in there and you're only using four of those eight cylinders, <laughs> right? You exactly. got to you got to use all the things that come with this. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Absolutely agree. So, well, dude, awesome episode. I am really excited. Uh, I I really am looking forward to hearing some feedback from our listeners. What do they think about? Azure RMS, are you using it? You know, have you tested it? What are your thoughts? Uh, make sure to hit us up on Twitter uh, at the Device Pros. You can find us on Facebook, the Device Pros. You can find us on our website, thedevicepros.com. We have a voicemail hotline that you can call and leave us some feedback. Any anything you want to do, any way you can think of, we're out there. We're in all the social media. Please let us know. Uh, you know what you think is going on. Uh, with with the podcast and with you know new Microsoft tech and, and any questions you may have, we'll do our best to point you in the right direction. All right, and that's that's what we do. We just we're trying to show you what's out there. Make sure you're aware of it. I mean, there are a lot of good other good products out there, but we are trying our best to show you how Microsoft is combining it to make a great solution for you. So follow us. We'll keep you sort of in track and make sure that you're up to speed as to what's going on. All right. Well, that's an end. that's the end of another amazing episode. Thank you very much, Alfred, for a fantastic, very informational uh, podcast. I appreciate that very much. And next podcast, we're going to go over uh, in tune. Sounds like a plan, Stan. All right. We will talk to you all later. See ya. That wraps up another amazing episode of the Device Pros. 
We appreciate you tuning in and participating. We'll be back in two weeks with another incredible episode helping the technology community one podcast at a time. We want to hear from you, our loyal members, so please reach out on our website, thedevicepros.com, or The Device Pros on Twitter and Facebook. For now, be good to your technology, and remember, the NSA is watching. See ya! While we work at Microsoft, this podcast is independent of Microsoft and implies no warranty or guarantee of the products or services. We will not be sharing anything confidential, and we do not represent the opinion of Microsoft in any way. We are just two passionate guys that love what we do implementing Microsoft devices and services.